This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Hey, everybody. Right before we get into today's episode, I'd like to issue a brief apology. Uh, today, we debuted Fiesta Watch Live on Twitch. And we, you will be able to watch us record the podcast live at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv dot, or at twitch.tv slash egamernews. Uh, but yeah, I simply forgot to hit record until we were part of the way into our discussion. So you missed an intro, but uh, Noah and Wyatt are going to talk about stuff this week. You, you know, you already know the deal. Again, my apologies. Hope you enjoy. You know, we'll see how that works out in the end, but it definitely is very interesting. And I think there was also a report today that there were some Chinese teams that were kind of throwing their their uh, their weight into the pile as well. So it's not right. just EU. Right. And LPL is actually doing franchising as well. So that one is kind of a bit um, interesting from my perspective because it, for China, it might not be just kind of as far as trying to show Riot something, but maybe mm-hmm. they just want to get into a bigger spotlight. Yeah, like the NA, um, NA is looking at looking like one of the hubs of esports going forward into this new kind of era of big money. Uh, but let's let's move on. Let's move on. Let's do it. Uh, LCK, boy, the amount of high t- profile matchups coming into this last weekend. Like, shout out to whoever made the schedule. This week's hype. We've got uh, KT versus Longju. That happened last night or two nights ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you, you want to talk about that real quick? Uh, I mean, I think that it was a pretty interesting series because, you know, Longju came into the split kind of looking for trying to prove something because they've never really been all that great. Um, and, you know, you, you knew that SKT, uh, KT and Samsung were going to be kind of the three juggernauts, but not many people really believed that Longju was going to do much of anything. But with the addition of um, Cuz and Khan, they definitely showed uh, that they have what it takes. But... At the same time, you know, they got all the way to the top and then lost to KT. So, I mean, it's not like they, they lost to a bad by, team. They got stomped yeah, by I mean, KT. Yeah, they got they got destroyed. So, it, And it's not as though that's necessarily a bad thing because, I mean, KT is a good team, regardless of whether the fact they can't beat SKT to save their lives these days, but which we'll get into a little bit later. But uh, still, the fact that they weren't able to at least kind of show up even a little bit lets me kind of think that maybe they aren't as good as we thought. So they're a good team, but maybe not a great team at well, this point. Well, here's the thing. They are number one. That means they have to... To be number one, you have to beat everybody else, right? Exactly. Might this just be KT peaking at a good time? Because this is a new meta, and mm-hmm. I don't know what specifically is making KT good in this meta, 
but like they've been firing on all cylinders as of late. Yeah. It's hard to deny. They've been taking consistent wins. They've looked pretty clean <laughs> instead of usually like usually they slump at the end of the split from exactly, if you yeah. want to look at like last uh, in the spring split, they kind of just fell apart. Well, in the spring bit. split too, they it, because they got whooped by uh, or they got beat down to the ground by SKT twice in the same week midway through the split. Yeah, so they bizarre. just kind of they just kind of fell off. So they went at least this time they you know the telecom wars are spread out so that they've got a little bit of a chance to recover. Speaking of the telecom wars, I like that segue, huh? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I like I like how you're setting it up, and I got the solid alley of lay in because I'm six feet tall. <laughs> And, you know, I can't jump. But KT versus SKT, the big matchup. This is the LCK matchup. El Clasico, the Telecom the Wars. One. Wyatt, let's make some predictions, shall we? Let's do it. Okay. Let's make some Would you like to start or do you want me to go first? I started with the last one. I, I kind of talked a little bit. So let's give, you, let's give you the floor. Tell us what you think about SKT and KT. Here's what I think about SKT. They beat two of the worst teams in the LCK, but they did it in 2-0 fashion. They didn't struggle too much. They controlled the games throughout. Then again, those teams are not KT. I think KT right now looks more fresh. They are coming off a big win against the top team in the league right now, so that's going to give them a lot of confidence. I think KT takes this one 2-0. 2-0? because SKT will hide something. SKT is not going full. They have to play through Gauntlet. They can't afford to play it. Their strongest right now. This is like they they have nothing to, sure. they have nothing to gain, right? That's true. That's they have fair. nothing to gain, and they could potentially let loose some strategies. Like I wouldn't be surprised if like Untara plays this entire set or Huni, depending on which one ever whichever one we think is going to be the playoff starter. Yeah, that's true. Um. So yeah, two o two o. All right. Well, I I think I have the same in result as you because I I do think that KT is going to finally shake out of SKT's uh, shadow and and win a game for the first time in, like, I think three splits or something like that, Um, at least where the regular season is concerned. But I'm going to say it's going to be a 2-1, though, because I, while, yes, Rocks Tigers and Ever8 weren't that strong of contenders for SKT to beat, uh, the fact that they were able to to beat them in such resounding fashion, especially after losing, I don't know, like 15 games in a row that they lost or whatever it was. Um, so I, I think that they're feeling a lot better at this point, and they kind of got a little bit of their swagger back. So I think that's going to lead to them getting a game, but I don't think they're going to be able to win this series. And like you said, they're you know they they can finish no better than fourth at this point because. Um, they're already going to be, they're two games out from Longju and Longju's beat them. So there's no way that they're going to be able to get that first or trying to get those higher seats. So they're going to have to play all the way through the playoffs. So they are going to need to rest up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't want to kind of show their entire hand. They got to leave a little bit for uh, this playoff gauntlet, which is going to be really weird seeing them in the gauntlet because we haven't, you know, they've been at the top of the league for so long. So having them have to play through this grueling, you know, how was it going to be like four series or something like that? It's going to be pretty interesting to watch. Yeah, for sure. It's going to test their metal. It, they'll, they'll have to earn their way to Worlds. Although yeah. I think, I'm pretty sure with circuit points, like they're going to go anyways, but. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they'll get to Worlds, but it definitely will be pretty interesting. Uh, and then, so from this series, I want to move on to the other series between top teams. I say top teams now in quotation marks because I'm getting scared for Samsung Galaxy, my boys. Yeah, they your boys, not, man. What the hell are you doing, guys? Come on. <laughs> this is Ambition's meta! Help him out! Alas. 
Samsung versus Longju later in the week after the telecom wars. Wyatt, let's make some calls. I think this is going to be a very close series between teams that used mm. to be at the top of the league, but right now are not there. Yep. Uh, what are you thinking? I think I got... Half of me doesn't want to watch this match. <laughs> I just want to pretend that Samsung is still like the world sa- world's runner-up and just like they're super consistent. They'll be fine. But they nope, haven't been looking That's a fairy tale. Fine. Yeah, they haven't been looking fine. Um, Kuve's struggling, I think. Ambition mm-hmm. kind of looks like a ghost in the jungle. Yeah, Plus I mean, they t- barely beat Rocks the other day. Like, I mean, that was a pretty... Core JJ had Core JJ had to have a really good series. Uh, Ruler had to have a decent series. Longju two one. It pains me to say it, but I think Longju right now have a better grasp of the meta, and Samsung is trying to find an identity within seven fourteen. So, like, not even in. I'm not even looking at like mechanical skill for this one. It's just like Samsung is not a cohesive. It's not like a hundred percent right now. Whereas Longju. They lost, but, like, they have a better idea of what to do. What about you, Wyatt? What you thinking? You know, I think after seeing the way that uh, they barely kind of scrounge up a win against Rock Tigers the other day, I'm just – I mean, I've never felt as confident as as you were about them. I mean, we've kind of talked about that on the podcast before. So I certainly don't really think that they're – they're definitely a strong team, but I don't think they're as good right now. And even though Longju lost that last series, I'm – pretty confident that they're going to be able to take the win. So I'm going to say 2-1 as well. Um, you know, it, it kind of sucks because this was a pretty good, um, like Samsung had a pretty good run during the season. And that's not to say that, you know, their season is just like completely in the tank now um, because they're still sitting at what second place right now. So, and even if they lose their loses game, they, they'd be in third place. So it's not as though they're, you know, bad or anything like that. I just, right they aren't as good as they were coming in out of worlds last year. So mm-hmm. uh, come playoff time, that's a whole completely different ball game, especially because once Longshu gets there, this isn't playoffs really isn't their thing. So I'm not really they, sure. This roster has never been, a, this is a new roster. We don't know. Yeah, exactly. This is a completely new know. roster. Like they haven't been in the playoffs and, you know, if ever in a while. So they're definitely. Certainly not last split. They uh, lost. Yeah, MVP. not last. They lost MVP so, and tiebreaker. Yeah. So, I mean, this is going to be pretty, pretty interesting. So we'll see how Longju does. But for now, I'm going to give this one to one Longju for sure. All right. Uh, we both agree on that series. Uh, we're going to move on from the LCK. But before we go, start talking about the NALCS, which is what I'm sure everybody's here for, uh, we would like to remind everybody that you can catch us live on Wednesdays at 5 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, I don't know what time it is. Your time zone, Wyatt. I don't want to do mental math right now. At our- Maybe 2 o'clock. 2 o'clock Pacific. Just subtract 3. <laughs> Thank, shout out to basic subtraction uh, <laughs> twitch.tv slash egamernews if you want to check out the live broadcast we also have other things coming up on the twitch channel so make sure you guys go and follow that for more updates and good content from your boy Noah, your boy Wyatt and the rest of the EGN staff Wyatt, let's talk about NA it's been, it's, well, before, should, we, uh, should we at least give a little bit of a shout out to EU I mean I know we kind of always ignore them but uh, should we at least kind of talk about it just a little bit? All right, all right. What do you want to? What do you want to discuss? I know it hurts your soul. I know it hurts your soul. It doesn't hurt my soul so much as it's just like, whenever I watch EU, it's immediately after watching LPL. So I get like the, hey, I just have to deal with Cled mid for a half an hour, to like five kills at thirty minutes. 
So it, that's that just breaks my mind open. But why? Let's talk about EU. Let's talk about EU. I just want to, I just want to get a couple because you know we're getting down to the last couple of weeks of the season. Um, you know, EU is in the ballpark of LPL, which means they're going to go longer than the other regions for whatever reason. Um, so they've still got two weeks left. But going the last two weeks, you know, looking at Group B, we've got H2K and Unicorns both at seven and three, and then Splice is around their heels at six and four. Who do you have coming out the top two in this group? I think honestly, I I'm just I feel really bad for Splice because Splice shot themselves in the foot. They just dropped their coach, right? Mm-hmm. To me, that's in in the last two. That's a sign of a team in turmoil. Yeah, and, and they haven't been looking good. They don't know what they're doing. I think at some point, Quickshot. It was Quickshot who said that mm-hmm. Wonder and Trashy are the Hoonie Rainover of Europe, which is laugh, which which was a laughable comparison then as it is now. Yeah. Splice isn't making it out of this group. Isn't making it into the top two. I don't think Splice are going to win a game. Are we going to win a series? Who do they play? Actually, I don't want to make that blanket statement. Uh, well, they've got schedule. Mysterious Monkeys this week. Okay, uh, fine. That's Mysterious a Monkeys, and then they got Unicorns after that at the end of the week, and okay. then their last series is against Vitality. I think they're going to go one and two in the last two weeks. Yeah, I, so I that's think... basically going to doom them. Yeah, basically. Like, and and, and they're like a decent enough team. They, they should be able to be monkeys easily. But I think Vitality's yeah. been looking, like, decent as of late. Mm-hmm. Um, and I look at Splice, and I don't see where their playmaking potential comes from. I don't see who wins the game for them. Yeah, Whereas that's you can, true. You can look at the other two teams right now in the top two. Unicorns live and die by Visitachi and Hillsang. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can even overcome Exile Feeding, so, like, whatever. Uh, H2K lives and dies by Yankos, and then the rest of the team just ro- out rotating and breaking everybody else's ankles. Splice doesn't have a win condition off the top of my head, so that's my answer to that question. Fair. Um, and then, so do you think, because the last game of the split next week is going to be Unicorns of Lovers, H2K. Who do you have coming out of that one? Is it going to be H2K or my boys, Unicorns, going to pull that one out? Hold on, let me find a quarter. H2K. Wow, just down to a coin flip. I mean, like at this point, the the both of these teams have shown inconsistencies against top teams, and like, it's whatever jungler has a better time, mm-hmm. and it's probably going to be Yankos, right? Yeah, that's true. Because he has a champion pool that's like relevant, and not Xerxes, who like. Remember, remember, like three patches after Ivern had gotten nerfed, and he was still trying to force Ivern. And it's just like, yeah. boy, I wonder how you all would do with like an actual team comp. <laughs> HCK is going to win the Series 2-1. All right, that's fine. That's fine. But okay, I think that's enough about EU. I think we, we don't want to put you to sleep too bad or anything like that. So Appreciate let's it. get to it. The, uh, the bread and butter of our podcast, the NALCS, what do we got going on over there? Um, nothing much, you know. Uh, only a couple of really hyped series, Wyatt. We've got CLG TSM last week of the split. How fitting that these two top teams will play each other in a, in a match for all the meme marbles and also a, a, a potential spot uh, or a potential first round bye. But do you want to talk about those matches before or after we get to our end of the year superlatives? Um, 
that's probably going to be the more juicy stuff. So let's do the, our end of the year stuff, and then we'll. Uh, I think at this point, one week is not really going to change what we think about the end of the year. So I think we can go ahead and yeah, do yeah. that, and then we can talk about that juicy, juicy matchup that, of course, CLG is going to win. All right, hell yeah, I like it. Let's start with the rookie of the split. <laughs> I think there are three options. Out of Mike Young, Niski, and somebody else. Hold on. Hold on. I mean, there's technically three options, but I'm pretty sure there's only one. Okay, what's what's your pick? What's your pick? The boy Mike Young. I the mean, boy wonder! Like, like, he's there's no other choice. I mean, dude, he's he's on a team that is terrible, but he's still like the best player on the team and he's able to actually make them look halfway decent. Like he took them in riff rivals and actually made them look like a good team. And then they came back to NA and they keep getting stomped, but it's fine. Although they did beat CLG, which we're just going to not talk about. But, we, will, we have to talk about that because how do they win that series? Mike Young. Yeah. Mike Young exactly. makes some wins over teams. He shouldn't beat. Do you remember yep. last split when Lira was doing his damnedest to carry envy? And it was just like, damn, this guy is a monster. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, the it's same. crazy to watch these it's guys. The you know, like yeah, their teams are terrible, but then these guys are just able to make them be. I mean, they're still kind of well, terrible. Envy as a upgraded. Whole. Envy upgraded. Let's give them that. They're they're like a pretty yeah, solid that's team true. right now. But like, that's true. That's true. Yeah, P one has nothing going for it except Mike Young. Yeah. So hundred percent. Hats off to Mike Young. This guy's a monster. Uh, go ask for more money, or at least yes, please. please. Once, <laughs> once the, if you guys make it into franchising, I know the minimum is seventy-five grand, but please get yourself some more money than that because you are you are the real MVP, sir. Hey, you're you're a rock star, dude. Get your game on, go play. <laughs> Next up, let's talk about coach of the split. Did you really just do that? Wow. Hello. <laughs> of course I did. I think for coach of the split, I think there's only I know there are a couple of different options. I think. Immortal's coaching staff has done a fantastic job. I think Envy's staff has done a pretty decent job. I don't want to say fantastic too much, but I'm going to give it to Cop because Dignitas. This team has re- this time this team found an identity, and they have been surging as of late. And not only that's that, true. Dig was a team that was a joke last split, right? Yeah, that's very true. And now they're starting to click, and now they're starting to roll. They figured out how to use someday. They figured out how to unlock Keen. How to unlock a. Uh, and they, they found a bot lane that's useful. They managed to motivate Adrian. And that's one of my one of the things I used to always rag on Adrian, right? Like Wyatt, you can attest to this. I would I would shit talk Adrian to no end because he had lost his motivation or whatever is going on behind the scenes. But right now Adrian is playing like he's playing his heart out, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think the way Dignitas has come together shows that with a good coaching staff, and as long as everybody on the team hashtag trust the process, you can bring a bottom tier LCS team into playoffs with a lot of momentum. Mm-hmm. That's true. I'll give you that. I mean, that's very true. Cause like you said, Dignitas wasn't that great last split and now they're actually pretty, pretty good. But I think my coach is going to have to be, um, I don't actually know his name. Give me one second. Immortals. Yes. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. How, how did you read my mind? This is weird. Stop it. We've K. been doing this podcast for too long. Eight, yeah. 18 weeks. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i think i'm gonna have to give it to mortals because while you know they were good last split um they've definitely kind of hit the ground running this split and they've kind of really turned themselves around and are you know contending to be the top team in the league so i think you know you got to give hats off to that coaching staff to kind of 
take a new jungler and kind of really build a scheme around him because that's basically what they've been doing because Smithy has been playing out of his mind this whole split. So We'll, we'll get to Smithy. By the way, it, a quick correction. I'm sorry. Kane is the coach of Team Liquid. He is not coach of this year by any means. By any way, shape, or form, are we giving a co- any of the year awards to Liquid? Yes, not to Liquid. Blanket no. statement. <laughs> uh, song. It's a song. S-song. Yes, there we go. That, Apolog- yeah. Apologies for the uh, mistake. Yeah, so yeah, Song, he definitely, I, I think he's got to, that's going to be it for my my vote on that one. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Um, now, let's move on to the NALCS All-LCS uh, all team. The best five players in their respective roles. Wait, do we, we skipped MVP. Are you, are you saying uh, that? We do that at the end there. We're going to do that. Okay. That's the okay. juicy. Well, I'm, I'm looking at your call sheet, sir, and I'm just going how they're listed. Well, that's, that the, one important, is listed at that's the, the important one, but like... Let's 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 build up to it. Let's build some hype. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Um. So, uh, what lane do you want to start in? Uh, we can just start from the top and go down. All right, top lane. Who who's the best top laner in the in the league? I've got Flame. Okay. You want to talk about a little bit about why? I mean, I think you know, kind of going back to what I was just saying about you know the Immortals coaching staff. Um, you know, it's not just the coaching staff. The players have been playing ridiculous and flame just after watching so many games of his this split like he's just been playing out of his mind this is the best that i've seen him playing and i just i mean yeah you've got other there's plenty of other good top laners i mean you've got hanser and you know guys like that and even darshan has been playing really good this split i mean he's kind of been one of the reasons why clg has been able to kind of enjoy the success that they've had but i think overall i'm gonna have to give it to flame okay um, God, it's so hard to disagree with Flame. <laughs> the other candidates in my mind are Hanser. Yeah, someday. Someday. That's true, someday, someday yeah. It's close, someday it's close. he will beat first team. I think that day's today. I think someday is going to take first team. Because All right. this is a player who can play any... He can play tanks really well. Like, when he plays... Frontliners, he's the best frontliner in NA. When he plays split pushers, he looks amazing. He looks like one of the best in NA. When he plays these duelists, scrappy duelists like Renekton, it's like, yeah, this guy's one of the best in NA. Mm-hmm. And if you're the best at NA at all the play styles that your team needs, and you can do anything for your team, I think you're the best top player in the league. He hasn't had monster numbers like Flame, but that's because Flame's play style is like, he points at the enemy top player and he's like, you don't get to play the game today. Whereas someday he's a more <laughs> of a well, well-rounded team player. Yeah, that's sure. Okay, moving on to first team jungle. This is this one. First team jungle. First team jungle. Um, you know th- there are a lot of good jungle candidates this year. Let me just say that the talent pool in NA for jungle, when you compare it to other regions, is like dang, whoa, this this looks pretty solid. Like Acadians having Dar- an off Dardock, like oh my god, Dardock is clearly the best jungler ever. Nice meme. <laughs> All right, um, maybe Dardock. I'm convinced Dardock just 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 gets moved around from teams because he just wants free merchandise. So he just goes from <laughs> team to team, stealing stuff from the team stores, and then he gets himself kicked. It's it's a brilliant. Well, then why con. Did he, then why did he go back to Liquid? Shouldn't he have gone somewhere else? They so he had. Get some they, he free heard stuff? they got that Mickey Mouse money, my man. He's in there. <laughs> Um, first team jungle. Hmm. Can, can we? Can you? Can we make the argument for that it's anybody except like Smithy? Can you think of anything? 
I mean, he was my vote, so I don't really think so. Because I can't either. I think it's Xmithy by far. Like, he, he not only looks revitalized after CLG, but, like, he is the, the, the driving factor behind Immortals. He is always in the right place at the right time. He's yep. been consistent, consistently at the top of his game across a couple of different metas at this point. Uh, anything else you want to say about Xmithy? I mean, I think, you know, just looking at, as a CLG fan, kind of, it it sucks kind of to see him playing so well because, you know, when he was with CLG, he wasn't playing this good. I mean, he was always good, but he's just been playing, you know, completely out of his mind at this point. So, um, yeah, he's just been playing really good, and he's pushing him right into the playoffs where, you know, we'll see what happens. But if, if they win, it's definitely going to be, you know, part of, partly on his shoulders. Right. Um. Okay, cool. Moving on. Midlaners. What do you think? Uh, so, I mean, I think, in my mind, it came down to two players. It this, was either The I'll... same two players that it always is. Yeah, so, I mean, Jensen or, or Bjergsen. Um, while Jensen has been playing very well, um, I just think you have to go with... And I, and I, I always... I don't, excuse me. I never really liked doing the whole results driven thing because uh-huh. as a LeBron fan I hate hearing you know how many rings you got and all that kind of stuff but he has none case... hello you salt lord <laughs> don't even get me started um, mm-hmm. but I think from I have to give it to Bjergsen um, I just think as far as just consistency's sake um, you know just his ability to take over the game uh, is just kind of second to none in my opinion uh, I'll, you know, definitely be, uh, Jensen is a close second. I'm not really exactly willing to say that, you know, this is going to be 100% like unanimous MVP for Bjergsen, but he just has the, the top spot in my mind. Yeah. Um, I have to disagree there. I have to say Jensen. Okay. I think Jens, like, Jensen, Cloud9 for the longest time didn't look lost. And their only bright spot was like Jensen getting picking up like upwards of ten kills a game. Yeah, and like true. in later weeks, C9 has found its identity of Jensen saying, "Just give me a carry champion, I will carry you, you, you idiots. Let's go get in my backpack." Like <laughs> Jensen's been playing out of his mind. Mm-hmm. By far the best mid laner in the league. Oh yeah, statistically, and I think he's had much more of a burden than Bjergsen did this split. Because Bjergsen, Hanser was playing well. Um, the bot lane was playing well. And yeah. Bjergsen just has to show up and do his job. And his well, yeah, I mean, consistent yeah, level is great, out, but like... Yeah. Like, I mean, anybody on TSM doesn't really have to necessarily play like out of their mind because they're just such a good team from top to bottom right. that if they just play, you know, 80% of their, their play style and their, their ability, then they're going to be able to win. But, like, in Cloud9, you had, like, the top laners, both of the top laners struggling. Uh, mm-hmm. Contracts was doing decently well, give them that. Sneaky and Smoothie just weren't laning on the same page, or they just weren't as good as they normally should be. So I think yeah. with all those factors, it's really hard for me to not give this award to Jensen. Okay. Also, I, he's not an MVP, and I'll explain more when we get to that, but I want to give him something. So, bang, here you go, first team mid. <laughs> Moving on to AD Carry. AD so eighty carry. carry. This was a hard one. Uh-huh. I was I was looking at the rosters and and it took me a bit to figure this one out. And I think for definitely my my fanboy colors are going to be showing on this one. But um, 
like there just was no real standout on any of these teams. Like, I mean, I don't know if it's because, I mean, I'm sure it's partly because the meta is just not very strong for ADCs. I mean, that might change with 715, but like as of now, like the meta just isn't really that strong for for ADCs. And when when a person like Caitlyn is getting banned almost every game, there really isn't a chance to kind of do a lot. And I mean, as we've seen, like the Kog'Maw pick is, you know, good in, for some teams, but not good for all teams. So um, definitely was very hard, but I'm going to go with 6A just because, um, you know, looking at, he's always kind of been a rock for, for CLG and um, he just continues to play well enough to get them ahead. And when he does get himself on to champions like um, 6A, I mean, 6A, like himself. It's like 6A. Um, like, uh, like Caitlyn, you know, he just kind of takes over the game. So I'm going to have to give it to Stixa. But it's not, like, a unanimous, like, very confident Yeah, one, no, but... I agree. This one's really close. But I think you just have to – I think I – I've thought about this for a while, and I looked at stats, and I was like, uh, there's too many expl- – like, there's too many other factors that contribute to AD carry stats. In the end, I decided I'm going to give it to Doublelift because I think he's the best player. Okay. Maybe the stats don't show it, but, like, he can play every AD carry. He doesn't have – his pool doesn't have gaps. Right? Yeah, that's fair. And and sure, sometimes he, like, has a slump about positioning, but, like, he's been going nuts with, like, getting – like, take, going into, like, unwinnable situations and trading. Or, and just, like, mechanically playing out of his mind. You know, showing some yeah. of that old, that old school double lift. So I, th- I think I have to give it to him just because, like, in a year where nobody's really standing out, the consistent king will we'll take the crown. Okay. And then we're going to move on to support. This one should be easy. I will be upset if White does not agree. Well, I'm probably not going to agree, so be prepared to be upset. All right, well, do you want to do it? you want to go so I can so I can claim you or what? Sure, that's fine. Um, well, actually... No, you go first, because I'm right, maybe, right. maybe I'll change my answer. Well, the answer is Ole, because Ole is the best support in all of North America. He's number one in Challenger Ladder, and I know that doesn't matter for competitive, but, like, he's a support main, a hard support main who's number one on Challenger Ladder. The guy's insane. He makes so many plays. His champion pool is massive. He plays situations very well. He and Nick Smithy tag-teaming and roaming around in the early game in the bottom half of the map, like... They just, they dominate. It's just there. This is the Ole zone. You don't get to have fun. He's going to land. He can he can play Bard. He's the best Bard in NA, I think. I think he's one of the better Threshes. I think he's one of the better Rakans. I think he's one of the better Zyras and Lulus. Actually, not Lulu, maybe, but Zyra for sure. Yeah. Like, he just has so many things going for him, and he's such a strong presence on this team that I have to give it to Ole. That's true. So I'm I'm also gonna give it to Ole. Hey, that was, there we go. That was definitely what I was gonna say the entire time. Uh huh. Um, not Afro. <laughs> stop! Get out of my head, man. Hey. <laughs> get out of my head. Oh, I'm in there. Oh, whatever. Anyways, um, but yeah, no, I mean I was struggling, but I forgot about Ole for a second. I was literally looking at all the rosters, but he literally slipped my mind for whatever reason. Um. Well, yeah, so... Um, Hello? That's Ole back. Yeah, I think Ole definitely is kind of, like you said, he takes over the games. Um, and especially, that's hard for a support to do. I mean, it takes a really good support to um, to kind of to take over games like that. So the fact that he's able to do it 
um, that easily kind of shows that he just is, you know, far and away that, that good of a player. Mm-hmm, for sure. And now, before we go on to MVP, let's talk about biggest surprise of the split. This can be anything. It's not an actual award. This is just us shooting the breeze. Um, biggest surprise of the split. Uh, I'm honestly going to... I mean, I know we've talked about... Um, about Immortals a lot, but I, but I have to say that Immortals, they really did just surprise me um, just from top to bottom with how good they've been this season. Right. I mean, granted, they, they made playoffs last year. Um, or last... Wait, did they make last split? Pretty sure they did. Um, but, you know, they've always kind of been a team that's that's there, but... Um, no, not last split. They made it in summer last year. But still, I think that the fact that they were able to kind of go from not making playoffs to being the top team in the league. And especially for Smithy to be playing as well as he has, for Flame to be playing as well, for Ole. I mean, just from, for all these guys to just be even. playing. I yeah, like, Cole Belzer. Cole Belzer and I mean, Cody have had such yeah, good Cody's splits. Son. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. From top to bottom, they're just playing very good, and it's not something that I expected going into the season. So, you know, hats off to them. You know, they've been playing very well. So, that's going to be my biggest surprise. All right. I... I... I really want to agree with that, but I'm going to make it different just because I want to be special. Um, and I'm going to say the rise of quality across all the teams in NALCS. Because let's not get it twisted. We have bad teams in this league. But, like, last year it was... No, we don't have bad teams. Yeah, you're right. Team Liquid is definitely not in the NALCS. Yeah, they're... they're they. I don't know why they're... Somebody get those hooligans off stage. Um, <laughs> but, like, we... Last split... It was the TSM show. It was TSM C9 all the way, right? Yep. And now this split, we have four teams that could easily win. Maybe three teams by the end of the year, but we have four teams that could win the split, and I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. You have Dignitas and Envy surging. Like, they look great compared to their old selves. They've mm-hmm. made, improved by leaps and bounds. Echo Fox kind of looks better. Liquid kind of looks better. P1 has regressed, but, like, at least they're breeding talent. And introducing us to everybody who's going to be on a different team in a while, right? So yeah, exactly. I, I I especially want to highlight Dignitas and Envy for really stepping their game up, right? Because they can ta- they've taken it to top teams throughout the year, mm-hmm. and and getting new blood at the top of the league is always fun. So I'm going to say that. Now for disappointment of this split, I already kind of touched on this, but like, I have a sad P1 jersey in my closet. <laughs> I sad... You were so big on them at the end of last season. I loved that team. I loved that <laughs> dynamic. I I love I loved Medios coming back. I love Zig in la- I love Zig last split. I like Ryu trying to do his thing in NA, and then this split happened, and now it's just like, damn, the fire is gone. This this. Ever since Adrian left, there's just a hole. Yeah, and it's just like they all suck in the early game, except Mike Young. They, they, they aren't good at shot calling, except potentially Mike Young. Like, a Mike Youngless P1 doesn't win games, straight up. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, a Mike Youngless P, uh, P1 probably would be lower than Liquid this split, if we're being completely honest. They are lower than Liquid with Mike Young. Oh, no, they're they're above them by game score, because they have the same record. Oh, my God. That's depressing right there. Yeah, they're both 4-12, and 12, but... Uh, Phoenix is one. Do we get to games. do we get to count the Rift Rivals games for P one? Nope. Sadly, we do not. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I think as far as my disappointment, um, 
Well, yeah, like I think both Phoenix One and FlyQuest are two pretty big disappointments in my mind, um, just because those were teams that were really strong last year. They were kind of the surprises of, of the split last season or last split, and the fact that they just have fallen by the wayside is pretty sad. But overall, I think my disappointment still has to be Team Liquid. I know that we shouldn't have. What did you shouldn't expect? Have, I know I shouldn't have expected anything <laughs> else, but it's just it just bugs me that this team with such a just. I mean, Team Liquid is one of the most storied franchises in all of esports, not just League of Legends. Like, they're just, they're one of the stalwarts. I mean, between them and like Cloud9, uh-huh. you know, they've got teams in every single esport. And the fact that they're just this bad and just have a revolving door of shit, if we're being completely honest, um, like, is just, it's mind blowing to me. So I just, it still, it bothers me. It will bother me to the end of time. But, so yeah, that's my disappointment. I'll lower my expectation if they make it into How much lower can your expectations go? I, I mean, I guess... What's the... Like, what's the, what's the <laughs> it's not the glass ceiling. What's like the concrete floor? Like, what's the point after which you're just like, okay, I, I, will, I will stop getting invested in this team. If, if we go into relegation and they don't make any roster changes... Then I I will just say stop. I, no, I don't want roster changes. I want one roster to play more than three weeks. No, but, but clearly, clearly they need roster changes though because that's I mean look at their team like they're so bad so they need some sort of change. Well, so uh, let me fight for my boys really quick. Golden Glue and Rainover <laughs> together have been looking solid. They're the they far okay. the best roster. That's, that's, that's the best two. But then you have Piglet, you have Mickey who may or may not be on the team. You've got Dardock in the mix, like the Dardock, they just really quick. I think with TL, I think what they're gonna do. I'm gonna try and like call this right now. They're gonna have a core of Golden Glue, Rainover, or Glue Over, and they're gonna sub them out with uh, the Mickey Dock, right? Mickey <laughs> Dock. Uh, <laughs> that's the only way that, that that combination works. We need we need to get that trademark right now. I, it's make they, TL already probably had a shirt, but like, <laughs> I just Lorlo is so unimpressive. Matt's so unimpressive and tilty. He's a tilt. He's a tilt fueled player. If he's yeah. not confident, you will see it, and he is easily the worst support in the league. When he's on fire, he's like a solid B minus. Damn. Like I'm sorry How if that's you really feel. <laughs> I really feel like he shouldn't be laying with Piglet. Piglet needs a strong hand, and Matt's not that. That's true. That's true. But okay, enough about Team Liquid all and right, how bad right, they right. are. Let's get to our final topic. TSM, CLG. Hello? The showdown Hello? of showdown. Hello? There's a there's an MVP that we have to crown. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. MVP. Yeah, I yeah. mean, mine's Nick Smithy. I mean, I, for all the reasons that I've said okay. above, I, I think that he's, you know, came into Immortals and completely turn that team around and is playing the best that I've ever seen him. So I got to give it to X Smithy. Okay. What about you? Nobody on TSM deserves the award. They won as a team this year. If you have yeah. to give it to somebody, you give it to Bjergsen because you always give it to Bjergsen because it's Bjergsen. Yeah. I think Jensen makes a strong case, but C9 hasn't been as successful and they have too many tools that will incidentally mm-hmm. win them games. Yeah. I think Ole has looked great. I think he's kind of one of the most valuable players in the league. Kind of. Right? 
I can't go any further than that. He's by far the best support, and he dominates the bot side of the map. But like when you look at how Immortals wins games, it's a smithy. And they're the team that's doing the most winning. And to look at some other fringe candidates, Double Ups has been okay. Haunter, no. Um, Haunter's been okay. Sorry, but like he's not the MVP. He's clearly like I don't. I think it's clear that he's not the best player in the league. Oh um, yeah, hundred percent. Um, someday, good player, not the best. Like he, he doesn't. He doesn't. The the. Dignitas' record is no longer squarely on his shoulders, which is a blessing in that someday has freedom to like play different stuff and the rest of the team can help him out, but it also kind of hurts his MVP candidacy. Um, yeah, the answer is the answer is Xmithy. Yeah. I would be surprised if it goes to anybody else. I think Xmithy has had a hell of a year, um, hell of a resurgence, and I really hope he gets to go to Worlds again. Cool. Last time he went to Worlds was season three. No, it was season five. Like Smithy? Yeah. He went. They went to Worlds last year. Did they really? Yeah, they didn't do anything, but they went because uh, they won. They won Spring Split. They beat Rocks with the. They had an Aurelian game against Rocks. Yeah, yeah. Like Smithy went like. I mean, uh, Huey was like eleven and. Oh yeah, that was the one. The where where like oh my god. Okay, tangent. But like I remember that my favorite play ever was. Uh, one of the casters is like, you know, uh, who he's so good at this team fighting really in soul. He doesn't have a lot of burst, but but he's really good. And then, at the and level one. <laughs> yeah, the level one, the level one ghost room. <laughs> I love really in soul, man. All right, let's let's wrap this up. Shout out to yeah. Okay, so Huhi, best the final in the world, by the way. Like I, the MVP is who because he's the best Aurelian player, and Aurelian's the best character. <laughs> so logically, um, got it. Nice, Jk. TSM versus CLG El Clasico. Closing out oh. the NALCS. Let's get some predictions underway. Why? Let's actually break it down. How do you like the new look CLG with Omar God? They look pretty strong. I mean, honestly, you know, I, I didn't know, you know, he played like two games before. Um, he played like two games before they got rid of Dardock, you know, when they were trying to say that there wasn't any sort of internal issues. They were just like, ah, oh, we're trying to get him practice. And everybody was kind of like, okay. Uh, and then but, it's like Dardock's gone and everybody's like, ah. They were like, yeah, we knew it. Um, But so, you know, he looked pretty good then, and he looked good last week. You know, as a team, they didn't look very good against Phoenix One. They made kind of the the typical dumb CLG decisions that lost in the series. But uh, for the most part, I think he's looked pretty good. So I feel like they've got a a pretty good shot going into the playoffs. Um, I'm pretty confident with him there. So, um you know, I don't feel too shaky about him or anything like that. I think he's kind of put in. He's been kind of with the team for a while. I mean, not as in official capacity, but he's been playing on kind of like their B team for a little bit. Right. Um, so he's he's been playing with these guys for a long time. So he has the experience, at least with scrims and everything like that. So he's, he's fully indoctrinated within the cult of friendship. Like he's yep, on board. Exactly. Yeah, I personally like this new look CLG. They look like an LPL team in a good way. Like, they are kill-hungry. And I think players like Aphromu and Darshan should not be cooped up. Right? Like, just let them go nuts. Even if they lose, they'll, they, they are good enough at team fighting to probably turn something around. Right? As long as they have an out. As long as they have, like, champions that have abilities to turn fights. And right now, the, the meta supports that. Uh, yeah. I think mm-hmm. Aphromu's Rakan... Was like the first NA Rakan where everybody was like, "Oh damn, this champion's a problem." Yeah, 
and he his Alistar is historically on point. His Tarek, he he can I think once he learns Tarek, he's going to be a threat. He can also play stuff like Soraka that nobody else is playing right now, mm-hmm. which is like, and he does really well with it. And it's not like your typical. It, it he his Soraka looks different from every other Soraka I've seen in pro play. I, I don't yeah. know how else to describe it, but like he's a bully. He's, yep, he's ridiculous. Um, on TSM side consistency they just win games yeah i mean they're tsm i mean that they've they've been tsm for how long now so yeah right and it's just they look solid but who do you think will win uh i'm gonna say clg21 okay okay clg21 fair enough like it's gonna be close they're gonna give us a good series like they always do you know um i think this is a, a good split for for CLG, and this will kind of be their time to show whether or not they're they've actually gotten over that hump, and whether they're going to be able to kind of push into the playoffs and play, you know, at the top of their ability. I think TSM will take the series two to one. I think CLG wins game one. TSM is then is like, okay, we see we see your team fighting. Enough of that silliness. We're going to play the macro, macro game. We're going to rotate and break mm-hmm. your ankles. And right now, I think Double Lift and Biofrost are playing way better than Afro 6A. Especially Biofrost. I think he's having a, he's always underrated, I think. Yeah. Just because no, of the star talent that. around him, but like he's been playing lights yeah. out. So TSM 2 1. Either way, I'm pretty pumped. Like this is gonna be a good yeah. series. It's, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be good. And also like these teams good. need this win, right? To get a first round bye. Mm-hmm. So like they're gonna be trying their hearts out. But well, because basically, like, if you look at the standings, just like super. Qu- I mean, the the standings, like, right now, TSM is one game ahead of CLG. Uh, CLG plays Dig as their first game. Oh, really? Uh, oh, TSM wait. plays P one. Oh, wait a minute. Might not matter. Might not matter. It might not. I mean, CLG might lose to Dig, and that might just lock in those top two spots right there. Um, Can Dig get a top spot or no? Is it locked out? Uh, no, they're at ten. So they. I mean, well, I mean, if they won. They have to win both games, and then I don't know what their split is against the other guys, but... Uh, Whatever, TSM always... Probably, yeah, too. TSM Immortals is going to be the thing, so... Right. But, uh, but, yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah, I've... Dang, dang. Uh, time flies when you're having fun, right? Um, what? Yeah. If the people of the internet would like to continue the discussion with you, where can they find you? If they want to talk to me, I am at Wyatt double underscore RW on Twitter. As always, make sure you guys get that double underscore. Um, you don't want to talk to some random person named Rebecca. Oh, that's her lovely name. Uh, you can find me at RW underscore Noah Walter. Uh, feel free to tweet at the two of us with the hashtag Fiesta Watch. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in. It's been a pleasure. It's, it's been a blast. It has been a blast. So for all of us at the EGN crew... On behalf of everybody who helped us put together this Twitch broadcast and this podcast, we'd like to wish you a good week. Peace, y'all.